Hello and welcome to this episode. Now, if you're listening to this around its time of release, it's late November in 2017 and there's less than five weeks until Christmas and there's even less time until the start of the school holidays. Oh, where is the year going, hey? Well, if you're planning on doing some work on your place over the holidays, then I want to share with you some tips because now is the time to get ready when we're this many weeks out. And if you're not listening to this at the time that the episode was actually released live and it's say, you know, August or some other month, then these are all still really good checks for you to do before you hit go on any project. You know, whether you're planning anything big or small, these tips will help you minimize the headaches in getting it done. So let's dive in. Welcome to Get It Right with the Undercover Architect. This is the podcast all about designing, building or renovating your home. I'm your host, Amelia Lee. Think of me as your secret ally. I am on a mission to help you create a home that makes your life better, whoever you're working with and whatever your dreams, your location or your budget. Together, we'll uncover the nitty gritty of how to get it right and how to create a home that works, feels great and that you feel great in. So join me now. We've just wrapped up the most amazing season four called Know Your Team. And look, I really hope that you enjoyed it. I recorded all of those interviews with my guests in person in recording studios in Sydney and Melbourne, Brisbane and Byron Bay. And they were all done across a two-week period with me traveling around from studio to studio. And I <laughs> I almost lost my voice from all of the talking. I did get really, really croaky towards the end. But I knew when I was actually doing those interviews that my guests were sharing some incredibly helpful advice. You know, between them, they had years and years and actually decades and decades of experience and insight. And this was all being channeled into those microphones through the answers that they were giving and the conversations that we were having. And I remember at the time getting really excited because I could hear them talking about things that I know that you, the homeowner and the listener at home, you're really challenged by when you're renovating or building, you know, things that can seem really mysterious to you when you're not inside the industry or even just be things that you miss or you find out at the last minute or you wish that you could have done differently if you'd had more information up front and and so I knew that gold was being dropped inside these recording studios and then I've listened back to each of the interview episodes again as they've gone live each week and again I found myself nodding along and getting really excited by just how much great advice we managed to cram into each episode and loads of you have got in touch with me and with my guests to share how much that you've enjoyed them and how helpful you found the interviews so I'm really grateful for that because yeah that's the whole reason that we did them. Now, there's only a few weeks left, and so in the lead up to Christmas, I'm going to be sharing some pre-Christmas episodes to help you get ready for your holiday break. Uh, you know, as I said, even if you're not listening, though, to this live and it's not that time of year now, you'll still find these episodes really helpful uh, for your planning project, whether it's big or small. Now, every year, I find that visits to Undercover Architects' website dramatically increase during two main periods. So one of those periods is between Christmas and New Year, and then the other is over the Easter long weekend. And look, it's not surprising, really, because there's a few things that's happening at those times of year for most homeowners. 
The first is, is that we usually have more than our usual two-day weekend off. So we actually, you know, have a chance to stop running around and to think a little bit more about the things that are, you know, in our lives. And these times, they feel like chunkier timeframes to actually dedicate to things that we've had, you know, sitting around in our heads and our conversations and have been put to the side because we're just too busy doing everyday life. These holiday times are also usually times when we're catching up with family and friends. And so we're entertaining more at home. We might be going to other people's houses more and we're potentially having people to come and visit and stay. And so, you know, our home really gets put to the test during these times and how it performs with larger numbers of people in it. Now it just performs functionally because we're at home more. So, you know, you're not just kind of touching and and I suppose having that quick evening thing and then going to bed or you're actually in your home sort of, you know, for longer periods during the day and oftentimes it's actually a really good test as to how badly it's failing (laughs) in these scenarios you know the Christmas and New Year break is particularly auspicious one as well because it's the closing of one year and the beginning of a new year and so you know there's this feeling of freshness about it and opportunity and we're often having you know conversations and we're thinking about what how our last year has been and how you know things have traveled over that year and what we want our next year to look like and so I find that particularly that Christmas New Year holiday period it can be a a really great opportunity to get some work done around your home and to have a think about and really plan out what are you going to be doing in the future and is that going to be happening in the year coming and you know what do you need to do to put that in place and so whether you're kicking off a renovation or a building project or you're tackling one part of it or maybe you're just doing a job like landscaping or painting at home then it can be really exciting to know that you've got this chunk of time to really sink your teeth into it so I've got seven tips to share with you to help you get sorted so that you can actually use this time effectively to get whatever work you're planning on doing done at this time of year And because now's the time to set yourself up for this so that you can execute it the way that you need to. So my first tip is looking at who else is going to be on holidays. Now, before you dismantle the kitchen or you decommission your bathroom, have a check what suppliers, tradespeople and consultants will be available over this Christmas New Year break. Because like you, a lot of them will also be on holidays. Lots of businesses particularly use this Christmas break to actually have some decent time out of their business. We find that in the industry, things get very busy in the lead up to Christmas. And then oftentimes, whole chunks of the industry will just shut their offices over that Christmas New Year break. And and they may take even longer off or they may at least be shut until sort of that first working week back in that first week of January. And we've experienced this personally with um, with one of our own renovations. So there was one year when we were doing our second renovation and the neighbours that we were very close to, we used to spend a lot of time in each other's houses, so it wasn't just a random thing, um, but they actually announced that they gonna be, we're going to be heading away for a few weeks over Christmas. And so, you know, they'd asked us if we could keep an eye on the house. And we were about a week out from them leaving and it suddenly occurred to my husband and I that we could use their bathroom whilst we got ours renovated we only had one bathroom in this house and so decommissioning it was a big deal and so you know we thought oh hang on they're not going to be home you know as I said we were very close we spent a lot of time in these people's houses um, and so perhaps they'd let us use their bathroom whilst we decommissioned ours and got it renovated whilst they were away on their holiday and you know so we cleared it with them of course and then we went on a mad scramble in a matter of a couple of weeks to set up 
a bathroom renovation for the Christmas New Year period. And this was a late 1960s bathroom. As I said, it was the only one in the house. It had uh, mosaic tiles, this sort of terrible kind of grey-green colour, mosaic tiles all over the walls. The walls themselves were rendered brickwork behind that. It had a concreted in vanity with like a the bench was all concreted in and it was it was all blockwork below it it had one of those sunken roman style concreted blockwork bars that then's completely lined in mosaic tiles that you stand in then to shower so it was a pretty solid bathroom so uh, we were just really excited about the possibility of renovating it and being able to do it and have a bathroom to use whilst we were whilst we whilst we were doing it. So, you know, it took a fair bit of hunting to find tilers and plumbers who were working through the Christmas break, and but we managed to pull it all together and we got going on the bathroom reno. And you know, every evening I'd trot off to the neighbours; they were just next door. We were living in this little cul-de-sac, and I, you know, we only had two kids at that point, and one was a tiny baby. So we'd head off in the evening to do baths with them, and then in the morning, my husband and I. Would go over um, take it in turns to go over and shower so then it was the 27th of December and the tilers found that they'd come up short with the tiles that we bought before they'd arrived you know there was breakages in the boxes and there was inconsistencies um, that they that of uh, batching that they couldn't match now the tile supplier that we got them from they you know I remember rocking up in the car park to see that they had uh, we are shut until January the 4th or something it was you know and there were very few tile supplies that were even open during this period. And so uh, let alone let alone ones that were carrying stock that we could use, you know, oftentimes tiles have to be ordered in. So, you know, here I was, I was having to choose a different tile. I couldn't get more of the same tile. I was having to choose a different tile uh, to coordinate with the ones that were already stuck on the walls <laughs> from a very limited range in store in between Christmas and New Year, you know, complete rookie error. And and the tilers were actually on site and they were needing these tiles now. So at the time, you know, it felt like a, a big panic and a compromise because we hadn't planned it, we hadn't checked all of our stock and we hadn't known who would be open over the break. Like literally we'd made all the mistakes that I'm warning you against. And, you know, in the end it worked out well. I managed to find a another neutral tile that was a, was a contrasting colour. We isolated it in just the area behind the vanity um, so they had enough of the remaining wall tiles to do the other walls so it all looked it all looked intentional it all looked really well planned out <laughs> to be perfectly honest um, but it was a headache that I could have done without and it was not the original finish that we were you know planning and it was definitely I'd, I'd had to buy tiles that were more expensive than what I'd wanted and it was a small bathroom and it was a one-off so I didn't you know completely blow the budget apart but you can see how just if we if we'd done some planning up front and we'd check those boxes and, you know, not been in such a scramble to get started, that we would have been much uh, better placed to get, a, to get a different outcome. So, you know, checking who else will be on holidays and getting all of your ducks in a row before you start your project is definitely the way to go. Now, tip number two is to make some room for holiday time, okay? Now, it can be tempting to get your project, you know, so just attack it, hammer and tong, and uh, and completely exhaust yourself in the process. But remember, you actually have holidays to take a break. And, and whilst you're working madly on your project at home, and that can be super satisfying, it's not the most restful activity for you. And so you need to make sure that you still make time to relax and to restore and to replenish. You know, otherwise you'll return to work or, you know, the kids will go back to school and those types of things, and you'll be far more exhausted than you, than you were when you left and uh, 
it may be, you know, something as simple as you making sure that you just take a few afternoons off or you organize and catch up with friends and you go to their house so you can escape yours. You know, just schedule it in and then program your workflow of your project around it so that you don't need another holiday when you return to work from your holiday. Okay. Now, Tip number three is work towards the big picture. So I'm a big believer that any work that you do in and on your home should be working towards a larger vision, both for your home and for your lifestyle. So just because you're giving one part of it, you know, a quick injection of holiday time, be sure that you've still, you know, created your overall picture because this will help you ensure that the work that you're doing in this time that you have actually counts towards the bigger vision that you have for your home overall. The last thing that you want to do is have to undo the work that you're doing in this break, have to undo it later down the track, you know, because you didn't actually plan how it would fit into this bigger picture and this larger master plan. And in fact, you may find that instead of tackling this project, your holiday time is better spent setting what the big picture goals are for your project, you know, master planning that overall design, because then you can actually chunk it down into smaller and achievable projects and they will all work towards and contribute to that bigger picture. Now, tip number four is tick all the boxes. So even though it's the holidays, the rules still apply. They don't go on holidays. So make sure you can still meet all of your approval requirements and legislation. Now, this can be tricky if inspectors are on holidays at the time that you need them to be at your place or certain consultants. So make sure that you've factored that in and that you've arranged a suitable alternative because this goes back to tip number one and seeing who else is on holidays. There's nothing, honestly, there's nothing more frustrating than thinking you'll be able to get a project done and then you find that those who need to sign it off legally will not be around to help you do that. If you're currently pushing to get your project designed and all of your drawings done before the Christmas holidays hit so that you can try and get them into council before Christmas, um, I know lots of my colleagues find that clients are really pushing to do that. They want to get everything done before Christmas so it hits um, it hits council before Christmas. Remember, though, that the councils will generally shut down their assessing departments and their t- and their Town planning assessing officers, assessment officers will go on holidays as well. And, you know, the last thing that you want to be doing is putting all of your team and yourselves under a huge amount of stress and pressure to meet this pre-Christmas deadline than just to have your pile of drawings sit on someone's desk for two weeks, okay? Because that, that, that two weeks of it sitting on someone's desk, that may actually be time better spent making sure you're really happy with your design before you race to get it approved, okay? You rarely make great decisions when you're in a rush and uh, and you may find that it's better better opportunity for you to just process and dwell and then submit it as soon as the office reopens. Okay, now tip number five is one that I'm notoriously bad at and uh, and my husband often shakes his head at me about it. It's plan what you'll get through and then be realistic. Okay. So, you know, I, I personally, I always think that I can get far more done with the time that I have available than I actually can. And so I'm usually running late to everywhere and, uh, and I'm just saying, you know, just two more minutes, just two more minutes. Um, but it, it can be frustrating when you're spending your holidays on a project and that you get towards the end of your holiday time off and you realize that you've bitten off far more than you can chew and you've been too ambitious in what you thought you were going to be able to get through. Because generally what happens then is you, you take several months more to finish the project because you had back from your holidays and life just gets busy and gets in the way again. And so, and also your motivation's completely diminished because you haven't got that job 
done in the time frame that you thought you would. And you're also having to live with that in its unfinished state, which can be really disruptive to family life in a home. So plan your holiday or work around what you can realistically get completed or plan to start it and then have a strategy about, you know, when and how the job will get finished because you may simply just want to get a head start on it before you hand it over to tradespeople once you go back to work and, you know, life and uh, life after holidays. And so this can actually reduce your overall costs in outsourcing as well. And so having a strategy about this before you start the work and before you start unraveling parts of your home is a really good idea. Now, tip number six is to make the most of it while it's still just on paper. Now, I've had lots of clients who've used this time of year to invest some energy and some time on the actual design process of their homes. And often it's because just both partners can actually take the opportunity to sit down together. You can have a conversation that's not being interrupted 10 times or talking about, you know, what next activity you've got to make sure one of you scheduled for, you can actually have that that time and that mental headspace to dedicate to having a conversation about your project and really kind of nutting out some issues and and getting on a common ground about it. So if you're planning on spending you know, some of your holidays doing this and thinking about what your plans are for your place, then use the time to really research your current home as well. Okay. So as I said, our homes get tested during this time of year. So if you're at home and you're experiencing this during your holidays, watch how your home is being used at the moment. You know, how are you using your home? How is your family using your home? whilst you're in it more regularly? You know, how does it function? What could be done more easily? What could be done in a better way? What what do you want to keep? What do you what do you find is is working? What do you find could be improved and what do you just want to remove altogether? You know, what what in the home currently makes your life better and what is the home missing that could make your life better? If if you're watching this and being the design detective and really kind of collating these thoughts then you can also sit down with your partner and you can use this time to nut out what you're both seeking from your project as well. And you can collate all of this information together and it's an incredibly powerful tool to help inform the design of your future renovation or new home. You could even create a digital scrapbook together. So on House or on Pinterest, you can both have a login to it so that you can be, you know, pulling together ideas and inspiration. You can write down the key things that you want in your home and things like that are deal breakers or definitely don't want so that you've got them all just documented somewhere and you're starting to collate all of those ideas in one place. You know, putting all of this info together now, whilst you're able to dedicate some time and some mental energy to it and fleshing these things out, it's really useful and it will help things run smoothly when you actually do get going, you know, once you're back off holidays and you're dealing with the busyness of life. And, you know, I don't I don't know about you, but I find often if I have a conversation about something that and sort of moves my brain on to the next step so that I can, I can kind of shelve that and go, okay, I've thought about that. It's almost like you've got this filing cabinet and you can't, You can't mentally process the next step until you've kind of dealt with the first file. So, and it doesn't mean that you won't come back to that thought. I'm not explaining myself very well, but I find that if I just dedicate some time to sort of fleshing out some ideas and I write them down, then my brain goes, okay, well, we've documented that. We're not going to forget it. We're not going to lose it. She's, she's done the good thing and she's written it down somewhere where she can find it and remember it again. And then it's like it moves on and it develops that idea or develops that thought. 
And so then you can come back and you can add to it. You can, you can tweak it. You can then, you know, get to that next stage and go, actually, no, I've forgotten to do this, this and this. But rather than walking around with it all inside of your head and being terrified that you forget it, going to forget it, actually putting it down on paper, putting it somewhere where you're collating all of these thoughts together, then helps you kind of move on to processing the next part and the next part. And you find that it just enables you to draw so much great information and, and, ideas out of you know what you have around you what thoughts you have in your head and you know the the feelings and and emotional connections that you have to your home being able to put all of the, all of those together it's a really a really good opportunity for you to do that okay now if you've got a design already done and you're spending your holidays actually contemplating whether you're making the right decision about your project then this exercise is also helpful you know don't think that just because your design's on paper that everything is kind of just solved all right it, it can still be an opportunity to really check that you're sure and that you're happy with the decisions that you're making okay and you know this ability to assess the design and to give feedback in moving it forward as well as you being able to work collaboratively both with your partner and with the people on your team as you develop this design to its resolution you know all of this is really you're just basically researching your own lifestyle and giving yourself the opportunity to make sure that your design is really informed with what it needs to be so that you're creating a home that will really suit you now this is, you know, this is such a great way for you to use your holiday time if you're thinking about renovating or building next year or in, you know, the next two to five years. Um, so I'm going to actually dedicate a whole episode to some strategies that I recommend you use and I, you know, help homeowners with so that you can have a bit of a toolkit to to do this if that's how you're planning on spending your holidays. So this will be in a couple of episodes time. I'll go take you through this, okay? Because, you know, I find that that homeowners they will research their future home for such a long time so whether you're renovating or building I see homeowners spending so much time and they call it researching but what actually happens is it becomes this procrastination because in the researching you just become more and more fearful of all of the things that you can stuff up and get wrong and blow budgets on and it all just all the choices seem so overwhelming and there's so many options and you don't know which one's going to be the right one for you to choose and all of those types of things so it and and it just it just looks like this great big expensive mess if you get yourself down too much into a google rabbit hole so and what happens is people just then keep putting it off um so i'm these strategies that i'm going to share with you they'll they'll help you to stop being like a deer in headlights okay i, I had somebody say to me one of the members of um of how to get it right which has been is running at the moment they said they said that they felt that another year of inaction was upon them because they were just so so overwhelmed by all of the options all of the possibilities had no idea how to work out which was going to be the most affordable, give them the most value in their lifestyle, um, you know, be the right one to choose for them and just didn't know how to, you know, they they just they just felt that, that that confusion was going to mean that they just didn't do anything. And so, and I see this so often for, for homeowners that, yeah, I've got some specific tools that will help you break through that so that you can use these holidays really productively to get some of that planning in place okay now 
My last tip, all right, is to try and be patient and to look for the silver lining. Look, you may have something underway and, you know, in which case this can be a really frustrating time of year because everyone shuts down and nothing happens on your project. You know, if you've got a project underway at the moment, you can find that builders and tradespeople, you know, your project just sits dormant for a couple of weeks. And, And that can happen on site. It can also happen in someone's office. You know, everything just kind of stops. So if that's the case for you, then just enjoy your holiday, right? Just take the time out and enjoy yourself and have a great time because chances are as soon as your holiday is over, things will get busy again and you'll have demands on you to make decisions and uh, to be actively involved in making your project happen again. And this time it can also be useful to use this quiet time just to catch up. So to get all of your paperwork that's associated with your project in order, get it all organized and filed and in one place, you know, sort out all of those files so that you can access them uh, when you do get super busy and to have a, you know, look online and do some research on the materials and products that you might need to be making decisions about in the near future. And if you're still Uh, frustrated by the inaction, then go and walk the aisles of a mega hardware store like Bunnings and just soak up the building buzz. All right. I have spent far too many Christmas holidays in Bunnings and I find that anytime I walk into Bunnings, actually, it gives me a little flutter in my tummy. I get quite excited by it. That may just be me, but I do, I do enjoy Bunnings visit. And, uh, and around Christmas time, they usually have face painting for the kids. There's always the sausage on bread for a cheap lunch option. And there's a playground that's usually undercover and quite cool on very hot, um, if you're listening in the Southern Hemisphere, very hot uh, summer Christmas holiday days. Okay. So, you know, you can probably tell I've spent a lot of time in Bunnings over the years, Um, but they've got it all sorted for you to be able to spend a lot of time in there. So, you know, don't that's always a great way for you to sort of feel like you're actually getting something done. I'm seeing a lot of homeowners completely underestimate how long it takes for them to pick the colour schemes of their house, like the external paint scheme and the internal paint scheme. They um, they sort of have an idea in their head, but once they start drilling down into the detail of it, it becomes really confusing and they can't they struggle to sort of know whether they're making the right choice. So if you're knowing that you're gonna have to pick paint colours in the next sometime in the next 12 months, start to have a think about that because you'll be surprised how long it takes you to choose them. Okay, so um, so yeah, now and you know, Bunnings has got a great um ability for you to look at paint colours, buy some samples, do some brush outs on larger sheets, have a look at they look at the light on your site and those types of things. Okay, there's lots you can do with this time, even if everybody else is on holidays and taking a break. Now those I'll just take you through those seven tips again um, because we went through a lot, didn't we? All right. So remember, tip number one is to check who else is going on holidays so that you don't get caught out like I did uh, and you have to scramble for supplies or tradespeople mid-project. Tip number two is to actually make some room for holiday time. So don't wear yourself out so much in getting your project done that you actually forget to relax uh, in your holiday. Now, tip number three is work towards the big picture. You'll be better served ensuring that all of the work that you're doing on your project is actually heading towards a master plan vision for it rather than you having to undo this work later down the track. Tip number four is to tick all of the boxes. So don't forget to do things legally so that you don't get into trouble with your local council and your approvals and your rules and your regulations, all right? Now, tip number five is plan what you'll get through and be realistic create an actual plan of how much you can get through so that you don't finish your holiday with a half done job and feeling uh, disappointed that you've not got done what you wanted to because your expectations were actually too high. 
Tip number six is to make the most of it while it's still just on paper. Now, when your home reno or new build is still just lines on a page, you have this precious window of opportunity to be sure that you've got it right before all of those lines become permanent choices that you have to live with. Okay, so use this opportunity. And my final tip number seven is to try and be patient and to look for the silver lining. You know, if you can't get done what you want to, look for other opportunities uh, in your project. Tick off the tasks that you can do and get yourself super prepared for the future ones because you'll save time and money and stress in the long run. And that's it. So I hope you found that helpful. Now, before I head off, I want to say a huge thank you to listeners who've been leaving reviews uh, on iTunes. You may remember that when Get It Right podcast went independent a couple of months ago, iTunes wiped all of our reviews, like all of them. They all went. And the thing is that iTunes actually uses reviews to determine whether it shows the podcast to people who are searching for this information. So um, it's kind of like the, the yeah, it's, it, it, what, it's what iTunes uses to rank the podcast. So leaving a review really helps homeowners like you find get it right and get the help that they need to improve their renovation and their building experience and I want to give a shout out to the amazing listeners because a whole heap of you just banded together when I when I said that all the reviews had been wiped and I asked if you'd left one before could you please leave another one and everybody just jumped to action it was so beautiful so thank you so much there's loads of listeners who've been leaving five-star reviews. Uh, one of them's Di Mazzy, who said that she'd found this to be the most helpful and informative podcast, which, you know, is just such beautiful feedback. So thank you, Di. I'm really glad. Hannah also said that she's recommended the podcast to several friends and that they're equally grateful for my help and expertise as she is, which is, that's just brilliant. So thank you, Hannah. I really appreciate it. So if I can ask you to please tell your friends who are thinking about uh, or they're starting a, a renovation or a new home, if you can let them know about Undercover Architect and the Get It Right podcast, it would just be awesome. And if you've been enjoying the podcast as well, I'd really love it if you could leave a review as well, please. I'm, look, I am so passionate about leveling the playing field, about giving everyone great access to advice, whatever their location, their budget or their dreams for their home. And, you know, the podcast is free, the blog is free, and I pack so many years of experience into everything that I put on um, both these platforms because I just want it to reach and help as many people as it possibly can. Our homes are so important and renovating and building them is it's just this beautiful and unique and exciting opportunity to create homes that really work for us and it can and it should be an enjoyable process and and it, when it goes right like it just creates homes that you know that they feel great and that you feel great in and that just help you be the best version of yourselves and I just I've seen this transformation happen for people so many times I just want it to be accessible for everyone you know if you're spending money on your renovation or building project anyway I would just so much rather that you get the information that you need whether you and I ever meet or not whether all you do is read the blog or listen to the podcast you know I just want you to get access to the tools and the knowledge and the information that you need so that the money that you're spending becomes an incredibly powerful investment in creating a home that works for you and that actually transforms the way you get to live in your home and beyond it okay and I just am passionate about helping as many homeowners as I possibly can do that so if you know of others who are thinking about building or renovating please uh, share Undercover Architect with them 
I find that a lot of people say to me, oh, I, I've, you know, I finally stumbled across your site or I found, you know, I, I wish more people knew about you. You know, we do what we can at our end to, to try and do all the technical things, the technological things to be found. Um, but it's really word of mouth. It's really you talking to your friends and your neighbours and your relatives about the fact that Undercover Architect exists. That's what actually gets the word out. It's a good old school word of mouth and um, and you sharing it. So thank you so much um, because I know so many of you do and I'm so, so grateful and I really want this information just to be available to everyone. So yeah, please keep spreading the news. Make sure you tune in for next week's episode as we continue our pre-Christmas program to get you ready for your project. Until next time. Undercover Architect is the online resource to help you get it right when designing, building or renovating your future home. Think of me as your secret ally.